Hi everyone. Welcome to another mini-sode of Blackbird. Before we get into the actual mini-sode, I just want to send out a little trigger warning because this episode surrounds suicide. September is National Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. So I wanted to do a mini-sode surrounding that topic and give some statistics about suicide, um, debunk some myths about suicide, as well as inform people out there about what to do if you have a loved one who is contemplating suicide or has attempted suicide, or provide information for those who are possibly com contemplating suicide. According to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and you can find them at afsp.org, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death in the United States. And in 2018, 48,344 Americans died by suicide. In that same year, there were an estimated 1.4 million suicide attempts. The rate of suicide is highest in middle-aged white men. And again, in 2018, men died by suicide 3.56 times more often than women. And on average, there are 132 suicides per day. Firearms account for the majority of suicides at 50.5%. Suffocation or asphyxiation was next, accounting for 28.6%. And behind that was poisoning at 12.9%. So some risk factors that can play into whether or not somebody possibly is contemplating or has attempted suicide are health-related risk factors, environmental-related risk factors, as well as historical. So for the health-related, there, of course, are many mental health conditions that can play a huge role in suicide. And these include depression, substance use problems, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, conduct disorder, anxiety disorders, as well as personality traits of aggression, mood changes, and poor relationships. Also in the health category, serious physical health conditions, including pain, as well as traumatic brain injury. Environmental risk factors can include access to lethal means, including firearms and drugs, prolonged stress, such as harassment, bullying, relationship problems, or unemployment, stressful life events like rejection, divorce, financial crisis, or other life transitions or loss, and exposure to another person's suicide or to graphic or sensationalized accounts of suicide. So talking about the relationship problems, unemployment, uh, financial crisis, 
other things like that. Right now with COVID happening, a lot of people are losing their jobs. A lot of people are losing income. Um, You know, this has been putting a lot of stress on a lot of people. So try to talk to somebody if you are in those situations. You know, we always say on the podcast, um, you know, you don't have to necessarily go to a psychiatrist, psychologist, you can, you can talk to a friend, you can talk to a family member, you can talk to us on on Instagram. You can text the crisis text line. Um, There's so many options now for people who don't necessarily have the means, or especially right now, have the mobility to get to an office to see a mental health professional. So try one of the online means, one of the virtual means. You can also see if there are any telehealth physicians out there or or social workers, therapists, counselors, any any of the above. Anyone who is trained or even if you don't want that and you just want to vent to somebody, again, find a friend. Just just tell them. Um, hopefully you have friends that will sit there and listen and, and try to understand you. Other risk factors can include historical risk factors, which could be previous suicide attempts, a family history of suicide, or childhood abuse, neglect, or trauma. So, you know, we talked about in the trauma episode about the ACEs uh, score, the adverse childhood experiences, that could definitely lead to somebody potentially not having the mindset that is healthy enough the way that it should be. Generally, an unhealthy mind is what is leading to wanting to commit suicide. And, you know, it, it's easy for outsiders to say, oh, you know, I didn't even know that they were going through something. They seemed so happy. But that's not always the case. More likely than not, that's not the case. We don't know what's going on inside a person's mind, and we don't know what anybody has been through. Um, even if they tell us what they've been through, we, we can't even begin to imagine what exactly that entailed. So don't judge people um, for anything. <laughs> but if somebody has attempted suicide, please, please, please do not say that they were doing it for attention. Generally speaking, if somebody is attempting suicide, it has nothing to do with the outside world. It has everything to do with what is going on inside, inside their mind. They just don't want to live anymore, or they just, they want to numb everything that's happening, or they feel so helpless that this is their only way out. It's not a cry for attention, It's really that they need help and they don't know where to turn. And most people who have attempted suicide have reached out for help. 
and either they've been turned away or whoever they've reached out to has not understood that they were reaching out. So try to be a little empathetic. Try to be a little intuitive when you're speaking with your friends because some sometimes they're saying things that you don't even realize they're saying. And it could help them if you just look a little bit deeper into what they're saying, what they're doing, if you're noticing behavior changes, um, if you're noticing any sort of shift in how they are, what they do, reach out and see if they're okay, if they need something. So along those lines, uh, the warning signs with changes in behavior could be that they are using alcohol or drugs increasingly. Uh, they're looking for a way to end their life, withdrawing from activities. If they are isolating themselves from family and friends, if they are sleeping too much or too little, if they have aggression, if they have fatigue, if they're giving away their prized possessions. So if somebody has, you know, an Xbox that they love and they play it all the time, and then one day they're just saying, oh, hey, you know what? I'm not going to need this anymore. You should take it. Look into that. That's a sign. That's a sign that they are going down that road. And Suicide is not something that somebody just wakes up one morning and goes, hey, I'm going to kill myself right now. It's usually something that they've contemplated, that they've thought about for a while. It doesn't just come on abruptly. So again, look for those signs. Other signs could be that they are talking about feeling hopeless or having no reason to live or that they're feeling trapped or that their mood has shifted, like I mentioned. So they're, they're having depression or anxiety, or they're feeling humiliation or agitation. These are all things that we should be checking in on our friends for. Friends, family members, loved ones, just check in. So there are some treatments for suicide and suicide attempts. And they can include anything from medication to psychotherapy, including uh, CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, or DBT, which is dialectical behavioral therapy. Um, CBT is usually for people who have attempted suicide, and DBT is um, for patients with borderline personality disorder or recurrent suicidal ideation. So some of the medications can uh, include antidepressants to treat depression, um, also things like clozapine, which was approved by the FDA for suicide risk reduction in patients with schizophrenia. Um, they can also prescribe antipsychotics um, as well as lithium. Uh, lithium is, is a big one. Lithium is actually um, highly prescribed and it works extremely well for those who suffer from bipolar disorder or major depression. With lithium, you have to make sure that you get your lithium levels checked because at 
high dosages, high levels in the body, it can be toxic. But if you are well within that range, you are good to go. It's, it's from what I have seen and from the studies that I have read, lithium is, is a fantastic, fantastic prescription for a lot of different people. So another, um, treatment could be electroconvulsive therapy. And this is also for people who suffer from depression. Um, and there's also TMS, which is transmagnetic stimul- stimulation, um, which I've actually sat in on sessions of that. And it's just such an intriguing and interesting treatment. And again, from what I've heard from the the patients that I sat in with while they were getting their TMS treatment done, it has worked wonders for their depression. And TMS is sometimes used um, as kind of like a last resort. It's sometimes sometimes used if uh, medications are not working, but it is a less dramatic and um, could potentially be a less effective therapy. So it could potentially be a first resort or it could potentially be a last resort, but it definitely is something that I have heard from people um, that has worked significantly for their depression. And also for people who suffer from seasonal mood disorder, um, light therapy has been said to work really well. So being out in the sun. Um, so when it's summertime or springtime, you know, we tend to be happier people. And that's because the sun increases the brain's release of serotonin. So when it is dark out, when it's wintertime or it's raining, we're having like a big, you know, thunderstorm, something like that. The sun isn't out. So our brains are not releasing that increased serotonin. So sometimes we can actually have seasonal mood disorders, meaning when the sun isn't out during those seasons, we are depressed. And that is because, again, we're not getting that extra release of serotonin. So light therapy is said to be a phenomenal thing for that as well. So if you know somebody who is contemplating suicide, has, you know, possibly started talking about it, um, you're seeing mood changes in them, um, or has attempted suicide, first and foremost, do not judge them. Do not force them to tell you anything. Do not tell them that you are going to do something erratic because you know that they are attempting suicide or they're thinking about it or whatever the case is. You want to bring it up in a gentle way. You know, something like, I noticed the other day that you got upset over whatever it is. Do you want to talk about that? Is something going on? Uh, And if they don't want to talk about it, that's fine. Don't push them. But let them know that you are there to listen. Let them know that you are judgment-free and that you want to listen to what they have to say. Listening is one of the most important tools that we could ever have for anybody who is going through any sort of trauma, stressor, 
anxiety, depression, any sort of mental health crisis, listening is key. And informing them that you are there to listen and not there to judge and not there to give advice will allow them to open up more. If there is an immediate threat that they are going to commit suicide, if they are talking about it right then and they are saying, I have the pills, I'm going to take them, or I took the pills, whatever it is, call 911 immediately. Immediately. You want to make sure that that person is as safe as they possibly can be. So if 911 can get there and get an ambulance, and if they had, if they took drugs, they can get their stomachs pumped. If they did something else, they can get immediate medical attention. I know it's a scary thing to go through if you have a loved one who has attempted or has committed suicide. Just again, try to be there for them. The best thing that we can do is, is let them know that we support them. And if you are someone who is contemplating suicide, please reach out for help. You can call the National Suicide Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255, or you can text them, text TALK, T-A-L-K, to 741741. Again, if you need somebody to talk to and it's not something immediate, you can text the crisis text line. Um, I will put all of this information in the show notes. You can also, of course, reach out to us at Blackbird um, on Instagram at Blackbird Advocacy. And if it's something immediate and emergent, call 911, please. My thoughts and heart go out to all of you who have ever thought about committing suicide. It goes out to all of you who have loved ones who have committed suicide. And I hope that this episode gave you a little bit more information and maybe helped a little bit. Please do not hesitate to reach out if you need anything. And we'll see you this weekend with another full-length episode. Thanks, guys.